Welcome to the Coat Hanger Football Radio Show on 2SER 107.3, where we tackle women's footy with a Sydney view. I'm your host, Fiona Lamb. I'm Coach Kiwi. I'm Emma Phillips. And Nat Morgan. And this is our latest instalment of our player interview series. So I'm going to introduce our guest for this evening. She missed out in the main round of the 2017 draft, was picked up in the rookie draft alongside Tate Mackerel, and she stayed listed as a rookie for the 2018 season. She was picked at number 69 in the main draft for the 2019 season and debuted in the same game as Elise Parker, who we had on the show last week, in round one versus Brisbane. She only played five games in her first season, but finished on a high, kicking her first AFLW goal in the last round of the season at Monica Oval. And Coach Kiwi and I were there to see it. And in 2020, she had a bumper season too. Welcome, Hanin Jrika and Ramadan Mubarak. Yes. <laughs> How are you going? Hi, Hanin. Hey, guys. How are you? So we were just wondering how you're spending Ramadan. You've just had Iftar. And are you four days, five days into it? Yeah, this is our fourth day. So I started on Friday. So this is our fourth day into Ramadan. And so far, it's, yeah, not too bad because the sun sets early. Thank God it's not summer yet. So when it's summer, (laughs) the sun sets later. So, yeah, it hasn't been too bad and the weather hasn't been too hot, so pretty decent. So, yeah. So can you just tell us a little bit more about how you celebrate? So we have to wake up really early in the morning and um, before the sun rises and we um, will, my mum is cool, so she makes us the food before we wake up, so the food's ready when we wake up. So we wake up, we eat, and then... Um, well, um, just before like sunrise rises, we just stop eating and then we pray the morning prayer. And then after that, um, we'll, we'll go back to sleep. But if I don't have work, well, obviously, because um, I'm in school holidays now, which is a bit easier, um, I can just sleep until, what, 9, 9, 30, 10. So it's, it's a bit of good for me. And then, but if I do have work, I just wake up like a normal routine, go to work and then come back and then will be a few hours left still. Um, but during the day, like since I've had holidays, I've trained still. So I take it as in it's just another day. So I still go out for my runs. I still will go to the gym. So um, it is a bit tough. Um, it's a bit tough. So, but like in summer, it will be harder, obviously, because yeah. of the thirst and stuff. Um, yeah, um, I like to run a bit early because when I'm too hungry, I get I do get a stitch and don't feel really, like really good. But um, yeah, but other than that, yeah, it's it's been good so far. And so, As, um, what happens, Hanine, when your when Ramadan falls during f- footy season? Just if, even have local games, I still fast. But the thing is, the real test is I haven't played at elite level yet, so. I don't know how it will be like. It will be a test for me, but hopefully, like, I know there's a few Muslim athletes out there that do it, so maybe I can get some tips from them. Get and, get some tips from them. Yeah. Yeah. So ask yeah. What, what they do and what benefits them and what works for them. 
Hanine, it's Emma here. Firstly, you know, congratulations on a great season. I mean, for you guys as a club, but also your personal season was fantastic. I'm sure you are pretty proud of your performances throughout. What are what were the sort of fond memories you had from the season or kind of highlights, if you can think about that? What can you um, tell us about the best parts of the season? The best parts of the season, probably um, be- beating Adelaide mm. for the first time. That was That was really good. And that was like... <laughs> literally to make finals so that was a really important game for us and just to beat them was just so good and such a high for us there was a couple more um well playing a spotless even though we had no crowd I really enjoyed running out in there it's a beautiful field would love to have a crowd there um yeah this heat um I think round round three was probably my favorite um I just enjoyed I enjoyed that game so much. It felt like we were a, a team. We played so well together. We we just showed that what we're capable of. So um I think that was one of my highlights. But um I think just the way we came out from last year to this year, Alicia Eva taking on captaincy. I think that was a big role and she did it perfectly. And um yeah. Just the way everything shifted and we were more connected, I think. What about yourself personally? Was there some, anything you can think about throughout the season that really stood out for you and your game? Um, I shifted from midfield to forward for the first couple of games and um, I didn't train in prisons and forward at all. So when I got thrown into forward, I was a bit like hesitant. But then I really enjoyed playing forward. I'm really loving playing that midfield and half forward role. And um, I just enjoyed that. I got to play every single game this year. I was very fortunate. And I just, I really enjoyed my footy this year. Yeah, yeah. you certainly did, Hanine. Like, to me, you had this standout season, I thought. Probably one of the first players picked every week. You seemed to play with confidence and, and took the shot if you had it. Whereas I don't think you did that um, previous seasons. You would, you would hand off or you might might have just sort of second-guessed yourself. Were you fitter or just more experienced or has, did Alan or the coaching staff say something to you that made you feel like you could do it? Yeah, um, I was fitter. I, I did get really fit this season. Um, I think every time I went to the game, I was nervous, but then I was confident nervous. It was the good nervous. Like once I touched that ball, my nerves were gone. But I just knew that I think having that extra year of experience, I think I just knew what to do and I had I had teammates that knew that I'll do my job and just having that belief and like when you when you're good connected you know that your teammates gonna do your job so I need to do my job and I think that just knowing more of the game and playing more games I just was confident and was comfortable. I think I was comfortable. That was that's the answer. Exactly what you looked like out there. It looked like you you knew what you had to do. You wanted the ball and you got the ball. And uh, and I guess that the whole team seemed to really gel this year. And you all seemed to play with that sort of confidence. It was a it was a bad way to end the season and well the whole competition as well. But um, it was a pleasure to watch you every week. It was a it was a fantastic. We we enjoyed the giant season. So uh, well done to you on the part you played in that. Thank you. So Hanine, um. I know that in your draft combine in 2017, you finished third in the 2K time trial. So how fast are you running now and who are you beating at Giants? Um, so now um, 
I'm running around 740s and that's the best time I've ran. Um, I'm coming in like the top Fast. five. So um, I'm really pleased. I hope I can keep it up. Um, <laughs> Have you been doing any training with anyone in this off-season as such and in isolation? Have you got a running partner or anything like that? Um, I do. Um, I have a friend that I like to run with. Um, I try to run with him twice a week. Yeah, I think when I run with someone, I like to push more. Once when you're by yourself, just like, oh, no one's here. I can just take the easy road. <laughs> Once, like, I train with someone, I, like, we were saying we're doing this and we have to do it. We don't stop until we do it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, yeah, I'm pretty happy that um. I like ISO because I'm focusing on more of myself and I have plenty of time to train, which is good. But, um, yeah, also can't wait till it's over. True. <laughs> and then just on that point about being in isolation, I noticed that it was your 21st birthday just a couple of weeks ago. Is that right? Less than a yeah. couple of, April 15th, 2020. Yeah. Happy birthday. Uh, happy birthday, indeed. But, uh, you know, how do you go doing your 21st birthday in lockdown? Oh, uh, Honestly, I just said, okay. <laughs> um, it's just another birthday, I think, even though it was a big 21. Um, um, my, my family did surprise me with, like, a cake and stuff, and I did get presents delivered, which was good. But still, we would love to go celebrate with friends and, like, just know that you're 21 years of age. I think that everything happens for a reason. Sounds like you're pretty relaxed about the whole thing, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good attitude. So, so um, Hanine, in twenty seventeen, you were pretty busy. You made the um, All Australian Oztag team under twenties as well, right? Yeah. And the AFL Youth Girls Academy team. Um, and in that Oztag team, you were lined up with Maddie Shevlin from Canberra, who then got drafted to Collingwood. Are you guys still on speaking terms, or do you tackle a little bit harder, or or do you talk <laughs> um, about ripping tags off each other? No, um, no, um, yeah, I do remember that. Um, I think that because um, we didn't play Collingwood this year, but I do follow her on Instagram. She follows me, so it's like mutual friends. But um, playing for Australia is great, Austay, but it's a big jump from AFLW. It's like professional when they could muck around and stuff. But um, yeah, it was a good experience. But yeah, I haven't got to the point where. I've tackled her hard <laughs> or ripped her tags off. Yeah. It sounds like uh, she might by the sounds of it. Though. <laughs> <laughs> the old coat yeah. hanger coming up. <laughs> and so um, Oztag is really a bit of cross-training for your real true love was uh, rugby league, wasn't it? Yeah. Now, you've played a bit in um, the local competitions called the Tasha Gale Cup. And um, me and Nat have played against Tasha Gale. Have you, have you come across her? No, I actually haven't met Tasha Gale, but um, I'd love When you do, ask her about playing in the midfield because me and Nat could probably tell you she she was tough as rocks in the midfield when she played. She had, she had a terrible rugby league kick, which didn't suit um, <laughs> AFL, as you probably found. Yeah. But um, her tackle pressure <laughs> was on another level, but um, really awesome chick. But, yeah, when you, come, when you come up with her and, you know, say good day, and ask you for some tips for playing in the midfield of um, <laughs> Aussie rules. I sure but, um, so do you, do you have um, hopes to get picked for an NRLW team? Yeah, so um, obviously because I grew up playing league, 
it was always my first preference and I didn't know what AFL was. My family, it's just a family, it's just rugby league orientated. So um, I played for like six years with the boys and then obviously when I had to stop at 12, after 12, I just played school sport. I just played everything in school. And then um, I even played still in a boys team when I was 14 for rugby league because my teacher didn't care about that rule. I even had to fake my name as Harry. And the boys called me Harry. <laughs> so I got to play with them. And then um, when I was 15, um, a guy came to do my A4 program for the boys. And then um, when my teacher told me, um, he called me out. He goes, hey, why don't you go have a run with them? I go, so I don't know what AFL is. He goes to me, why don't you just catch, kick and tackle and you'll be fine. And I was like, all right, <laughs> let's go. And then um, from then on, I got introduced to AFL. Um, didn't know no rules until I played like a lot of games of it but um, I think um, after I got down to a local club um, I really saw the passion with the girls and the love they showed to each other I think that's what drew me to keep playing AFL and um, I just since then that I just knew that once I heard there was a national team coming up I knew that I wanted to be part of it, so I had to change the way I kick. I had to be fitter. I had to learn the game more. And um, I just surrounded myself with people that wanted to help me. And I think that's something that I'm grateful for. So how hard was it, Hanin, to to change? You've already mentioned kicking style, but what about tackling? I mean, that's a major uh, difference between the two codes. How did you manage that? I try. I, I had to learn that you can't go below the knees, and yeah. obviously you can't fall on their back, which is I sort of understand why. Um, but yeah, just I had to change my technique and just to learn how the rules and stop giving free kicks out. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Hanine, was there any ever issue with your folks? letting you play rugby league or AFL, were they, they ever concerned or had they seen you tackling your brothers and knew you could hold your own? Yeah, no, um, I'm, I'm pretty lucky that my mum, she put me in the boys' team when I was six and my brothers from <laughs> then on, yeah, from then on I was playing. and then, But obviously, like, my mum's relatives obviously do have a problem with the girls playing sport. And they don't think it's right. So um, obviously, like, once I got a bit older, um, there was, like, negative comments and stuff about girls playing sport and they shouldn't. But um, thank God that my mum is who she is and doesn't listen to them and Yay. <laughs> knows that, yeah, knows that it's not wrong and that's something really good. Playing sport is really good. And, yeah, so I'm pretty fortunate that... I have a mum and I couldn't imagine me, someone telling me, no, you can't play sport. Yeah. Great. Em? Did hey, you hey, Hanine, can we get your mum into a footy jersey and give her a game somewhere? <laughs> yeah. She sounds awesome. Has she played? Uh, catches the ball. Other than that, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> She'd be younger than all of us too and half of us are still running around, so there's yeah. still time for her. <laughs> yeah. Um, she knows a bit of AFL now. So, right. yeah, <laughs> she comes to my games and when I get the ball, she claps. Other than that, no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Good um, 
Um, Hanane, you said before it's school holidays. Now, I know you're a teacher's aide, but um, have you still got a job in this time of students not going to school or anything like that? What's happened with your work situation? Um, we have a great, great principal. She she has put everyone, even before this, she makes sure that whoever's in her school is on contracts. So it, just in case for this happened, and it did happen, yep. so she made sure that everyone was on contract and she makes sure that she has stuff to us, even to clean her storeroom, as long as we're working, yep. as long as we have a job, and that, which is so good. And now, um, well, week three, we don't know if it's going to change, but for now, um, we work five days um, at home and five days at school every fortnight. Mm-hmm. So she balances it and there's two groups. So there's a yellow group and a blue group. So you only go real group so the conflict doesn't. Just in case someone gets it, only one group gets uh-huh. it. The the students will be returning more. I think the parents will be sick of them. <laughs> so I, think, I think you're right. Yeah, I think the way she's run it and, like, she's saved our lives. Like, I know there's so many people that don't have jobs where I'm doing, but thank God that she makes sure that everyone's on contract and is safe. Honey, I understand that you're really passionate about the work that you do outside of 42, the teaching aid work you do. Can you just tell us a bit more about it, about your passion for it? Um, yeah, so when I went to get the job, so um, when I played Tasha Gale, um, there was a careers advisor that helps get you jobs. And then when I went to sit with her um, that day, all she had to make me was a resume. So she was even meant to give me a job that day. And then um, I was just feeling around. She's making, her, she's making my resume. And then she goes to me, oh, I got an email from a school about teacher age job. I'm like, oh, what's that? She goes to me, you just like extra helping the class for the kids and I was like it's the best job ever like I never knew how much I love kids until now like I've worked with so many different kids um obviously there's about three kids aligned to me every year and um I gotta admit like last year was probably my favorite I had a kid that um had really touched my heart like I actually like he's probably like from from the year before I didn't have him and from him getting suspended like almost every week from last year only getting suspended twice. I think that really meant a lot and I had a good, good bond with him. And just, I think when he went to high school, I was like, oh no, like what am I gonna do in my life now? Like I go to school because <laughs> of him. But yeah, um, yeah just right. kids like that, that just, I know that sometimes they come from a really hard place and um, they just need that help and that um, guidance. I think that's what makes me passionate about my job and love it. Beautiful. Mm. Go <laughs> Do you, um, do you have any intention of sort of um, going to the next step and doing a Bachelor of Education or, you know, becoming a fully-fledged teacher? Have you got time to study at the moment or is it something in your plans? Um, all my friends think once I get a bit older, they think I will study and will become a f- teacher. But I don't know if I will do that because at the moment I'm very comfortable with who I am, even though it's something that I shouldn't be comfortable with because I like to be out of my comfort zone because my school, like, I just have to go to school Monday to Friday, 9 and 3, and my job ends there, and I go to footy training. I don't have to mark and stuff. For now, I'm really enjoying that, how mm. I get to do teaching and play the sport I love professionally. Hopefully, I can have my own academy one day. I don't know what Great. the future holds, but hopefully it's something to do with kids because I really do enjoy them. Nice. What a combo. Kids, footy, yeah. how good would that be? <laughs> 
Dream so on. Good luck. <laughs> so earlier, good luck with it all. earlier this year, Hanine, you were named as one of the multicultural ambassadors for the code, um, along with Darcy Vessio and Akech McCurchut. Now, you've got a Lebanese um, background, obviously. So tell us more about what the role is as a multicultural ambassador. Is it just another excuse to play with kids or, you know, <laughs> do you have a bit more you get to go out and do? Yeah, um, well, we're supposed to be a Thor night for the Giants. They do it every year at the Giants um, where they hold a Thor and they invite the community and you come break your fast, there's all food and stuff. So that was one of the jobs I could have been attended and speak at. And there was going to be like a few more like – multicultural round that I went would have went and attended and just I think it's good part that I get to go to more of the clinics of kids but um yeah I think the role is pretty important because obviously you don't really see much Lebanese Muslim girls playing sport I think um if I could advise and inspire parents and fathers know that let your daughter have a go like she's not harming herself even if it's not AFL, just let her have a go at a sport, let her enjoy with her friends, her social life. I think because once you leave school, sometimes you don't see those friends anymore. And, like, most of my friends now are from sport. I don't really see my high school mates. It's all sport that I've grew and they're probably one of my best mates now. So I think just showing that, that I'm ambassador and telling them that just let your daughter try it, let it be. And in, in part of it, are you teaching a bit about the Lebanese culture to people who aren't Lebanese and in the same turn learning about other cultures um, of players that are involved in the game? Yeah. Um, I've, I've learned a bit about other cultures as well. Um, obviously, I have so many friends from many different diversities, um, but it's funny. Um, some of my teammates didn't know what a Muslim was. Um, I remember last year. One of my teammates asked me, um, so are you Muslim? Do you go to church every Sunday? <laughs> That's a bloody Catholic. That just, <laughs> yeah, <sorry. laughs> that, just, that just made me laugh. But, like, yeah, and then some of them are from South Australia and they've never met some Muslims. So um, it was a big surprise. When, and when I tell them my faith, they're very interested and just, yeah. That's great. That's cool. So, Hanin, we all saw last year because uh, the cameras were there, in the office with Alan when he was breaking the news after a very long lead-up <laughs> for that week's um, game. And we saw you shaking in your shoes. You looked like you thought you were in trouble or something. <laughs> and um, and then you started crying. Everyone who saw that started crying. Whenever I was talking about it, I was crying. It was very emotional. When you, when you look back, what would you want to say to that person that you were that Hanine who was getting that message um I actually thought I was getting picked that that day because um usually when he calls you over he's telling you that you're not playing so when he did call me over I was like oh I don't think I'm playing this way but um once he finally told me and told me that I was playing I think it just it sunk in that am I really playing my first AFL game did I actually make it because after waiting so long and didn't know if I was even going to be back on the Giants list, and then once I was, I just thought to myself, this is an opportunity. Don't waste the opportunity. And I thought to myself that I've got to really do this preseason to the best I can. 
and to just work hard and if the opportunity comes it comes so I just went to pre-season I just worked on my weaknesses I got feedback from the coaches and I just thought let's hope that this year I can get my opportunity and once I did I I sat back and thought to myself everything does happen for a reason sometimes things happen at its right time and I think the year before wasn't just my time and I really felt that and once I did I just look back at all the sacrifices and all the stuff that I went through and I thought that everything is in place and takes its time. Hanine, we have a traditional question on our show, which you might give us a really awesome answer for because of your sporting codes. Um, Have you ever coat-hanged someone or been coat-hanged? I've been KO'd before. So yeah. I don't know oh, if that counts. I think that counts as the coat hanger for sure. I think so, yeah. I've been KO'd by my own teammate. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I can relate, honey. One of my teammates broke my cheekbone once, so I hear you on that. Yeah, I went to Shepherd for my teammate and she kicked the ball right in my head. Oh, and, no. Yeah. But in, in, in even in race league, have you given a coat hanger tackle to anyone? Um, a high tackle, yeah. I have. Yeah. <laughs> He's the For first sure. person to admit. Everyone else stays quiet about it, but you've actually admitted it, Henny. Nah, yeah, I have. <laughs> but none in AFL, right? No, no. I'm probably in the back. That's pretty much it. No, no co-hangers. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> Thank you. Very much for your time tonight, Hanine. It's been a real pleasure talking to you, and um, good luck when uh, when school when the kids do start coming back. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna and we, it, we wish you very well in your in whatever winter season may come your way, depending on when isolation finishes. And we're certainly <laughs> going to be um, following your progress in um, in the coming season and in the future. So, uh, wish you the very best of luck. Thank you so much, ladies. The W Awards are on right now. So now that we've finished the show, you may go and tune in. And uh, there were two awards already announced. What were they, Kiwi? Uh, The first one was for Mark of the Year. So big congratulations to GWS Durant's Rebecca Privatelli. And the other one was for Goal of the Year, which was uh, congratulations to Melbourne Demons, Kate Hoare. Great. We have our own awards here at the Coat Hanger Football Radio Show, don't we, Coach Kiwi? We sure do. And these are awards that you have a chance on affecting the winner. Would you like to walk us through the awards, Kiwi? We'll be down to the last week of voting. And I can tell you at the moment in the promo Queens is um, currently a tie between Darcy Vessio and the Collingwood AFLW team, collectively. They entertain us very well on the socials. Uh, Reaching great heights. At the moment, our Beck Privatelli has got a very small lead over Taylor Harris. Uh, The the outstanding players from our own veggie patch, uh, currently Elise Parker, Giants, has taken an outstanding lead there. Uh, the most memorable moment, which might be a real stab in the heart to the GWS Giants fans, but <laughs> Lily Mithin, who uh, slashed us on the field, is currently slashing us in the uh, final tally there with quite a uh, solid lead over that 
Stacey Livingston interview. And the final category is the seed that sprouted. Um, and there's a huge lead there for Caitlin Greiser from St Kilda, the G-Train. Um, over Lucy McAvoy from Carlton and Roxy Roo from the other side of the island. And so when are votes due in, Coach Kiwi? Last week for votes and we will cut off voting Sunday night, midnight. Midnight on Sunday. Get your votes in. Now, how do people vote? Go onto our Facebook page. You'll find each of the five categories and inside those five categories are the three finalists in each section. So just a simple like on the person you want to vote for is as easy as it gets. It's that easy. So... Make sure you get your votes in and we will announce those winners next week, which will be our last week. We've had a fantastic season and we've had great fun during this isolation period for our player interview series. And it's time to call it quits um, and rest and recuperate for another year. So tune in next week. We'll have one more player to interview. We'll let you know who that is next week. And... We look forward to bringing you one stellar final show next Tuesday. The Coat Hanger Finale 2020. And for the best Harbour Views in women's footy, tune in to, to the, the Coat Hanger. Hanger.